here it is. This is our intermission. And we came back out. And when the show opens up, don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theory. Hey, Kim Coates. Hey, Teal, Teal Rossi. What are we doing now? What are we doing here now, Teal? Guess what? What? Our new show, Theory, with Theo Rossi and Kim Coates, yeah. is on Patreon, and it's yeah. live. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it so much fun, Rossi? I mean, all kidding aside, it is fun to do. So uh, our new show is live. You're listening to Reaper Reviews, but our new show, Theory, with Theo Rossi and Kim Coates is on Patreon. So why don't you go over there and check it out? Oh, and if you're here, what should they do, Kim? They should subscribe. They should give a review. They should join. Because we're all in this together. I mean, we have been since last May. And now it's this May almost. We're all in it together, peeps. Subscribe. Review. Get it out there. We love you. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome, my little brother. Welcome. Uh, you know, this is a special day. Oh, my goodness. Is it? Isn't it so true? Go. For so many reasons, this is a special day. We've been talking about season four, about this. We finished one, two, three, which was like the yeah, really great intro of a book, like one, two, and three. And it really played out beautifully. I think it, I, for Isn't me, it? I will. It, it did. It 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 far exceeded my expectations because you and I haven't really seen the show. No. But to get into season four, we're now going in order. Exciting. Exciting. So exciting. And, you know, this week we launched our Patreon page, which has been just Ooh, amazing. It's off. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, I You know, listen, it's almost like you got to knock on every piece of wood your head and everybody else it's truly been it's my desk i just hit it yeah me too it's truly been you with the launch of patreon that whole the new show you know we just recorded our first episode for our new show the other day like you know that that's coming out on mondays on patreon and twice a have, month right i think twice a month right Theo? for now twice a month yeah, yeah we'll probably wind up doing more you know us but um we to have this reaper reviews which is where it all it's funny. Yeah. It started as theory with me doing it, you know, on yeah, my own did. and doing whatever. It did. It did. I was your and first it, guy to talk to in LA back in the you, day. You and I did the original pilot together when I didn't yeah. even know if I wanted to do a show. Yeah. Then I tried to get other people on and I despised every moment of it. I, I was like, this is not for me. It was too much and, for you. You know what it was? You know this. I'm used to being interviewed or having a conversation. I don't call it interview. I call it a conversation. Sure. What I've, what I realized is that there's very few people you vibe with. I had some cool people on the show that I've you known. Did. So once I, I exhausted, them. you did. Yeah, I did. It was cool. But once I exhausted my friends and people I like, <laughs> and I that had to have about people, half a morning. Go ahead. Oh, oh my God. I had to have people. I had to have people on that. I don't know personally. And I didn't even air most of those episodes because it was like pulling teeth. I was like, I, I can't do this. Mm. This is not what I do. 
So it was either get rid of the show or think of something new. And that's where Reaper Reviews came from. So you and I start this Reaper Reviews about a year ago. We did. We say we're just going to do Suns episodes in no order. You are so funny, dude. I'll never forget. I mean, I mean, up, you know, up in BC at my spot up there and I hunkered down. You went, okay, so I got this idea. This is what we're going to do. And I went, oh, okay. Do we do that? Just one show? You went, no, let's, let's do a few. Uh, okay. Are we going to go in order? No, no, we're not. Cutsy. We're going to just bounce all over. And I went, I haven't seen the show, Theo. And you went, neither have I. And I said, so how's that going to work? And it was you and I together who went, let's just do the first three seasons. If we could even get through them, get through them. Brother, holy moly, 39 shows we've done. And, and now I'm up to date. Off. And I mean, it, it, we, you know, there was so much, again, remember this thing was launched. The Reaper Reviews was launched in the pandemic, hence the plague yeah. mask and all yeah. the stuff that came with it that Caesar designed so amazingly. Amazing. And, Caesar, God. And yeah. Justin and I, who've been, you know, friends yeah. forever now. Your group, Caesar. our group's incredible. That you it's our group. And we yeah. put this group together and then the merch started happening, all this. But the, the point is, is I was like, oh, then we decided, what are we doing going out of order? This is silly. <laughs> this is confusing. <laughs> So much work, little bro. So much work. But we had a lot of cleanup to do because we had gone out of order. So now we're now, then we went, let's go in order. And it made us so much. We already don't know what we're talking about. We already don't know what we're doing. Zero. Yeah. So then we go in order and now we're fully going in order. But we've always talked about whether it be for our characters, both Tig and Juice, whether it be for the show. That season four, this second half, season four, five, six, and yeah, then season seven, its own, its yeah. own world. Yeah, we were so excited to get to four, and I got to tell you, after watching this first episode, I know why. I got a lot of fucking notes, good and bad. <sighs> but the Ouch. first thing I want to say about this season, because so much is about to happen, it really does set up season seven and everything that comes with it. Boy, the show looks true, different. True. Is this when we went to digital cameras? Like we went to Reds and Alexis? And like some, it's good, different, good, right? Good, good memory. Um, and and you'll know this. We we have we don't talk about this that much, but the posters for every season of the seven seasons, the posters. This particular poster, my favorite. Season, season four, four is the best poster. It's the only one that I have hanging in my or six. Office. Six was good too. There is some iconically beautiful photographs and posters for sure. But this one was the first one where we were all on it. Oh yeah. It was a direct photo of the HAs in early Mm sixties in upstate California. Mm -hmm. There was an iconic photograph, black and white in life met that they wanted to kind of match. And there we were. And that, 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 that photo, that, that particular poster it's the only one hanging on my office and, wall. And if you remember, this was the first time, too, because I remember I was living in Eagle Rock, right? You know, we were in, in, in around the same hoods over there when yeah. we were living together was I would go running every morning. And this is the first time we were all on buses and like we were on ads. So I would be running yeah. out in the morning. Yeah. And I would see, because you and I did our photo shoots together, me, you, and Chibs. Yeah. I would see me, you, and Chibs on a bus that would go by, and I would be oh, like, what the fuck what is the happening? What the fuck is happening? 
what the, I was driving on like the fucking, the 110 or something in LA and they had this <laughs> big billboard of season four. And I was like, holy shit, we're on fucking billboards. Oh yeah. FX, billboards. FX, FX did the right thing with all this artwork. No one could compare with FX with all the shows that they had. Oh. They, they blew it out of the water. The artwork was spectacular. And it was so cool. This is when the show started becoming more like a graphic novel. Like we started becoming like almost like comic book characters where it was yep. like, oh fuck. Like we look like this is, this is gone up a level. Yep. So the first thing I noticed when I watched this episode, cause I was yes. so fucking excited for it was it looked different. Everyone looked crisp, sharp. Like it didn't have that dull tone of season one, two, and three. It looked like the color pops on it and it did and then paul maybom had new cameras they had they had new things going on we it was a year and three two three four months later in the story 14 months 14 14 months months. later yeah and and i I remember and i know you'll remember this sutter when we said goodbye to everybody in end of november of season three he goes when we come back we all went to prison, as we know. Some, not everybody. Op Chips didn't. Kozik, but the people that did. It's going to be fourteen months later. Change it up. Yeah, do what you want. Change it up. First time ever. First time ever. I got new tattoos, like in real life. I, you know, we all started coming up with like what, what were we able? We were never okay. So people, I want to be clear with this. Season one, two, and three, the new seasons. In Charming World, let's call it Charming World, always started the next day or an hour later or whatever. So you, as Theo, as Kim, you have to stay very In similar to the way you mental look. Mental state, exactly. Physically, the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. And that was something where you, you can't change anything. You can't change your yeah. hair. You got to hope you got to be really conscious of gaining or losing weight. You yeah. got to be conscious of aging. It's only like six months, but you <laughs> I have haven't to aged be, in 20 years. I don't know about you, but <laughs> you have, I, I decided to stop aging. I said, it seems <laughs> too hard. So you, it, it just seems like a big trial to it's age. So I just decided yeah. to put yeah. it on the back burner. Yeah. So we had to do all these things, but then season four came and it was like, Oh, season four is going to start 14 months later. Yeah. For you and I, you're in prison. So you don't have access to certain things. No, whatever you've wanted to do, do it. Yep. And I, I I do believe I, I I think I'm not completely certain because I forgot about this until you just started talking. I think I have my new, tattoo you do on my neck you do yeah you do oh and oh i mean opie's a different person and we'll get into juices we're gonna get into all of that we're all i mean we all and and obviously the biggest shock of them all which we're going to talk about in the opening shot is we went in again this was exciting for us because sometimes shows hit a lull especially as you're together now you've been together a couple of years this is fourth season Wow, it feels it feels like a whole new show. We're coming out. We're all looking different. The storyline's going to be different. We've put a lot of things. Stall is gone, right? The, gone. The Jimmy O and the Irish thing is gone. gone. That's all gone. Stuff that we dealt with for four years. So almost Great. like a, if you're using a football game or whatever, this is the seventh. Uh, this is the this is halftime baseball. This is the seventh inning stretch. This is it. This is the break in hockey. This is. Here it is. This is our intermission. And 
we came back out, and when the show opens up, oh, Jax is with the shaved head. I have so many stories about this. And this, cut my hair till the good luck comes. This and was a fucking moment. Hair. What a moment, I think. What a moment. I, I, I'd forgotten how, how different Charlie looked. I'd forgotten how iconic it was to Samson to cut your hair. Do you know how this all came about? No. Okay. I know every, you do. You do? adhere to every freaking ground heartbeat on every ground on in that I'm, show. I got, I got every headphone in. Is between seasons, we would go to New York for the upfronts, which right. I don't even know if they do anymore. They and don't. All the shows of the networks, of the network you were on, would meet sometimes for the first time and you would all hang out and it was all the new shows. Serious fun, man. So much fun. And they'd fly us all down. If you lived there, you'd be there. If you didn't remember at the beginning, it was only you, me, Katie and Charlie and Ron. That was it. Yep. And then everyone started to get invited. And then we all went by season three, four, five, six. And it became a thing. They did it in Manhattan. They did it on the West Side Highway at this big bowling alley. And what would happen is, I'll never forget. Lucky Strikes. Yeah, Lucky Strikes. And the shield was still on in the beginning. And I remember meeting those guys and being like, fuck, I'm such a huge fan. And then we became the show. The OGs. The biggest. We were the biggest show on the network by far. No one one was close to us. But you would have the justified guys there. You'd have the the guys from the league. You'd have all these different shows. Sure. The, the Always Sunny in Philadelphia guys. You'd have them all there. And we would all meet. And then it was also, remember, sometimes the first time we were all seeing each other after months because we yeah. were together every day. Yeah. We'd all go do movies. We'd all go do family yeah. time. And then we'd all get together. And it was crazy. It was a crazy time. And when I mean crazy is it would get wild because we'd be out. In Lucky Strikes, the thousands of people that could get the lucky ticket to come and be invited to those things. They would see the 12 of us bear hugging, women hugging, bear hugging, Katie, me, met you. And they went, no wonder this show is so fucking good. We We couldn't wait to see each other. We We loved each other. We couldn't wait to see each other. And we would, again, we would get to be with all these other artists and people yeah. we appreciated, you know, Goggins on Justified, yeah. Timmy, Timmy Oliphant. And we'd be with all these people, you know, all the guys, my, the guys from Sonny, who I love, who I've had a long history with those guys, Glenn and everybody. And we would all hang out and it would just be an amazing night. So back to the hair, Charlie Please. shows up. He's got no hair. And he tells me he was doing a movie with Banna, our boy, Eric Banna, and Olivia Wilde. In Montreal. In Montreal. I went to the premiere. And it was, and again, I, I, I'm, sh- listen, you go into every movie thinking it's going to be, you know, yeah. the biggest film ever. Yeah. And it's just not the way it works. And he was really excited about the role. Yeah. And he was playing a guy out of prison. That's right. And he wanted to shave his head. And he didn't even ask. He just did it. He just fucking did it. <laughs> and I remember How'd he, that got, go and he got and he got real big for the role. He did. He got muscled out. 
muscled out. If you he see looks those so photos, good now, Tom. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. If you see those photos from Lucky Strike too, where there's some, you know, from that time, he was big deal. I was fucking like, holy shit! The fans are gonna shit themselves when yep. they see him without hair. Yep. And it actually gave me the impetus where I was like, oh, I'm gonna grow my hair because we're getting out of prison. This is crazy. Everybody's gonna do something different. But when that scene opens up of him in the jail cell, it's got that famous back tattoo. He's, you know, doing his journal and he you don't big. see that hair. Muscles on him, that kid. Yeah, he looks big. He looks big. And he don't, don't have the cats. hair. I just yeah. went, oh, fuck. Yeah. Wait, that's not the Jax we know, which, again, when you really think of it, is so serving because he doesn't want to have hair in prison. He doesn't want anything that somebody could pull or get in a fight or, oh, you know, and whatever. Got, and he got stabbed, as we're about to find out. I mean, yeah, he got shanked. Got shanked. But fuck, what an opening scene of us all coming down together, right? It, it, the, 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 the song's blasting. We, we're not even talking. Perlman has a strut to him down that hallway. You and DL are loading your rings and your wallets and your things. And then we burst outside. And the way I remember, uh, I remember the way Paris Barkley directed us. He wanted to make sure that we could see this all. It was going to be a one shot thing, one camera, find the lens. And we all found the lens and we all were walking. Nothing was being talked about. Iconic, man. So life is funny the way it repeats itself. I just did before my last project, before yeah. the, the Kevin Hart one, right before yeah. that, I did this independent film with uh, uh, Tom Jane and uh, I was playing a prison guard. Yeah, you were. In that prison. The same one? Yeah. Amazing. And the security guys who were there, because it's an active prison. It's an active prison. Yeah. And it's a it's bad, bad motherfucking prison. It's uh, uh, yeah, outside of L.A. There's some uh, heavy, heavy in California. Yeah. In there. yeah. So I'm playing a prison guard. Tom Jane's playing a prison guard. Uh, um, and it's a true story. And the guy goes, hey, how you doing, man? I haven't seen you in years. And he said, uh, you guys filmed here. And I went, oh, man, this is the prison we filmed in season four. And it's the exact walkout. It's where we did the riding scene on that dirt road, yep. you know, whatever. Yep. And uh, I just was literally there in wow. a couple of months ago in December. And when we filmed that in that active prison, because we did all our behind the scenes stuff there, if anybody has those behind the scenes vignettes that came out between season three and four, they released all that stuff of Jack's getting stabbed and, you know, and, and us playing basketball and Opie all directed this. One of them. Yeah. 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 Opie directed. Ryan one. Hurst did. Yeah. So there's this iconic shot of us all coming out. The show feels bigger at that moment. Yep. Right. Yep. You have your little moment with Kozig. Well, I, and, has, I, and I wrote down, it's, it might, might be the first and only time where a, man bear hug that we would do all the time felt so right. It felt so right for all of us to just be slapping the leather. And, and it felt real too. I mean, when we really were real. doing it, it felt real. It felt yeah. real. Like I remember that day and it felt real. Like we were, we knew things had changed. Yeah. It was exciting. We season four was a bit tumultuous for a lot of us. Cause there wasn't a lot going on, you know, for, for a lot of characters. And we knew season four felt like this almost like rebirth of like, 
We knew we had a hit show. Yep. You and I had been all over the world. Yep. And it felt like we're going to be on this train. And unless our characters killed off, which was always a possibility, this is going to be fucking fun. Like, that's what I felt like when I saw that scene. Here we go. Here we go. So incredible opening scene of us all coming out. And then uh, again, everything's going on there. Tara's reading something. She's reading the journal stuff. Gemma has got a different hairdo. Gemma looks fantastic. But fantastic. Little pops here. Clay is jacked. Clay's jacked. Jacked. His arms are enormous. Jacked. Um, A lot of of lifting weights for Ronnie. Ronnie He's got the hair going. He's got the full head of hair. You got rid of the facial hair. You look like a young Jason Isaacs. I I don't know what I look like. Oh, Jason Isaacs, he just, he reached out to me yesterday, actually. Yeah. You know, he looks, if there's like a Patrick and Don Swayze, RIP Patrick Swayze, um, you kind of guys look like Patrick and Don. I don't know who's who. Yeah, I don't know who's who. But you're like Jermaine and Michael. It was a different look for me, for sure. And we all changed it up a little bit. And then we had a little bit of auto in there, didn't we, bro? So, okay. So here's where I got fucked up. Um, Like, I forgot all about that. Can I tell you what my note says? Please. Which is going to come back to haunt me. Please. Because I write notes as I'm watching. Yeah, me too. They're right here. Totally, totally forgot Otto killed himself. Well, he tried to kill himself. Right. Okay. So this is me watching it going, holy shit, Otto killed himself. He's dead. (laughs) He's dead. (laughs) No idea that he's not dead. I'm going, wow, he fucking killed himself? (laughs) Holy shit, that's shocking. And then I went, well, that makes sense. Kurt wanted to focus on writing. I go, he he took himself out. I I don't know. And here's the other thing I wrote because I had to write this. Clay's helmet is too small. Did anybody? Uh, always, Always was. It's too small. Him, him and Piney, you know, the first nine. I mean, they all had two. Their, they kept their helmets from 1967. And they were too small. <laughs> their heads grew. Their hair grew. Piney. I mean, come on. His helmet. It, it's, it's like they're action cool. figures who had the wrong action figure, yeah. the wrong helmet on. Somebody <laughs> replaced the wrong part. Okay. So now what I love what Sons does so much, we're going to introduce Rockman and Ray McKinnon. We're going to introduce Oof. Roosevelt. And uh, what's Ray's character's name? Uh, AUSA something? It's, uh, Levi. No, uh, McK- Lincoln Potter. Lincoln Potter. Yeah, so we're going to introduce Link, them. For short, Lincoln Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. We're going to introduce him on the cool dude, the 70s vibe on the Triumph. And Rockman's coming in, who I get to know very well. He comes right in and basically throws the hammer down. The sheriff's from Joaquin, uh, wherever it is, San Joaquin County. Here it is. Theo. I forgot all about it. I forgot about us zipping along on our bikes, looking at the charming change about the whole, the whole Oswald and, and Hale building structure out in the, out in the woods outside. Charming's all going to forgot all that. This is all new to me when I'm watching it. But what I did not forget was us pulling up into charming and Rockman and the sheriff vehicle. I'm, I'm chewing gum. I've never chewed gum in my life this tick. It was, now, it was I, very hot that day, I remember. It was so hot that day. We're on Main Street, Sunland. We're here we are. They've shut it down. Nope, not Sunland. Where were we? We were Mont in Montrose. La Cañada. La Cañada. 
We were in La Kenyatta. Yeah, you can go to that town right now. They have the best ice cream there. We used to. That's, oh yeah, that's, we yeah. were Dayton's Hood. Yeah, that's where we were. Dayton's Hood. Yeah, <laughs> let's. Can't wait, I can't wait to, to talk about him. I can't wait to talk about him. So yes, we got Rock. We we were in La Kenyatta. We were in the middle of. I mean, there were there were there were a thousand people watching us. That's again yeah. when I knew the show was different. There were people watching us from every angle, and they had to figure out how to rope off the streets. It's called a lot more security for Sons of Anarchy now. A lot more security. A lot more cops. Things done changed. So here he he comes out, and he basically says, I see you with cuts. They're mine. Theo, this must be the season that we wore hoodies all the time over our cuts. Thousands of a thousand degrees. Didn't we lose weight? We used to call it doing the timber. Mm-hmm. I remember a, a crew member would once want, and they're down. Oh, too hot. Oh, too hot. and a, and a cat. We need Gatorade right now. Like what the fuck were we? They're doing? going down. And then going we down. would have these big arguments. Oh yeah, we would. <laughs> with Kelly, with Kelly costume, I would go. They can't see my cut. She'd be like, "You have to wear it underneath." I go. I'm not wearing it underneath. It's 130 degrees. Yeah. I have a hoodie yeah. on. I have the black hooded sweatshirt. I don't need to wear the fucking yeah. cut underneath. They can't see it, but they can see it a little piercing out. Of, I said, if they're focused on that, I'm not doing my job. Yeah, doing and it's going to save me from literally peeling over in yeah. this fucking shit. Theo's down. Theo's down. Timber. Coatsy caught him. He's down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he makes that statement, which is a big deal. Um, and I just said, the show just looked great. We get in, everybody's hugging and kissing. We pull into Telemaro. Everybody's hugging and kissing. Not me. I don't know. I didn't have a significant other. Everybody is, no. Everybody's got their people. Yeah. No, not for you. Not for not me. Not yet, son. So then we go and these new antagonists are meeting one another. Lincoln's going to go and talk to Roosevelt. And he's obviously a peculiar character, right? That's kind of his deal. He's off. Um, Roosevelt is steadfast. I, again, he's kind of like, I'm taking over. There's no more answer. Hale's gone. Junior Hale. And now here comes fucking Mayor Jacob Hale with a haircut. I just said, look at his freaking haircut. Look at his fucking haircut. Sutter finally got to him and said, you're changing it up too, son. That's right. All those Cheerio commercials you're doing with the long hair, that, that's over. Cut that hair, hippie. Cut that hair. <laughs> Cut that hair, hippie. The same, we ain't meditating here. Because <laughs> people don't know, we've said this on another show. That's what he does. Jacob his, Hale got a new what, haircut. You know what he does in his spare time, right? He teaches meditation. And I go, him and Potter are shaking hands. I go, I already hate them both. Oh, you just know that they're out to get us. Yeah, yeah. And this is the great thing. If you really think about it, as an audience member, you should be cheering for them. They're the good guys. I know. <laughs> but fuck, you're like, don't fuck with no, the sons. Don't fuck with, don't the fuck sons. with those guys. Don't screw it up. Yeah. You saw what happened to stall. Don't let that happen to you people. So we get into the table and this is different. Now we're at the table. There's a lot more people around the table. We've okay. added people without explaining who they were. Yeah. My, my guy, Frankie Potter, like Potter's there. Like, yeah. so he was a prospect when we left him. Now he's patched in. We don't even talk about it. He's sitting there beside. Tommy and, and Opie, 
Like, yeah. what's going on? When, how did Miles. that happen? Miles is there. Miles is sitting there. Little Miles. I love him. Talking, too. He had a couple of lines in there. We, he's going to be on the show. We've <laughs> talked about it. I've known Potter forever. He's one of my favorites. Frankie. One of my favorite people to walk this earth. He's at the table. Kozik's at the table. Things look different. I knew that. I remembered that. I will tell you that in all the years that we've done this show and all the people that have talked about it, that freak circle line comes up a lot. And the freak circle is complete. It's one of the most iconic lines in the history of Sons of Anarchy. And what makes it iconic for me, forget about how funny you are and all that shit. You look different, son. Yeah. Juicy Pants has a different thing going on. I look like I look now. You look like you look now, a little yeah. younger, but not really. You look the, <laughs> you look the same. But yeah. honestly, Theo, it was, it was, I had to, re, I wanted to replay it a couple of times. Go from DL to me, then to you. And the freak circle is complete. Iconic. It was an and iconic. the flow of it, the flow of it, because yeah. we're talking about the jelly bean, the strip club. And, yeah, and to hear in DL. And then just because, and again, God, this is why I love good TV and good writing. Tig and Happy are a specific kind of character. So the freak circle line only works because it's them too. If it was anyone else, it doesn't work. It no, works it, because the, the was, comedy the comes from those two. And the timing two. was sensational. You, you just hit it right out of the park. I think we only did it one time. It was so good. I think, we only, I think we only always had it. We only <laughs> So now we're leaving, and this was an interesting moment for me, again, because I don't know what's going on, which is fine. Who cares? Is we're leaving. Tig feels left out again with Clay. I'm abandoned with Clay. Why is he doing that? You have to remember, and I've said this months ago when we were reviewing season two, when Tig tells Opie he killed Donna. From that Mm. moment on, if you really look at the growth or lack thereof of Clay and Tig, that's where it started. And it hasn't fucking stopped. A year and two months have gone by. Have I protected Clay in prison? Probably. Have I helped out as best I could? Absolutely. But right off the bat, Sutter's setting this up. They're setting this animosity. Weird shit. That, that Tig can't fucking figure out because they never talk about it on the show. But I remember that right off the bat. These guys are like, what do you mean I'm not coming with you? I should be with you. No, you go there. Right. And that and that kind of continued throughout. Right through season four. Okay. So I think this riding scene that we go to next, tell me if I'm wrong here. This is where Boone's bike fucking crapped out and he went down, right? Hard? No. Uh, no. no, no, it it did crap out and he did get a little squirrely, but that's not where he wiped out. He wiped out on the day of the end of season three, where the Russians are chasing us. Oh, and yeah. We got onto some loose gravel and he went right into like a because that bike would break down all, all the, time. the time. Booney had had it with that fucking bike, man. And he's one of the best riders. Oh, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, no. And Theo. You remember, because you were there. We did three quarters of that riding, all of us. All of us. All of us. Always. That is really DL kicking that cop car. That was really him. We were zipping in and out of traffic. We had that down to a synchronized swimming day. 
But we Ronnie's were, on the rig. Ronnie, you could tell, is on the rig the whole time. Ron, Ronnie's on a rig. He had to be for, I mean, that's just way too tough. But we were, we were literally flying safely flying and knowing each other were the whole day. We did all that ourselves. really. And that's something I got to tell you, you know, it was such an added part. Let me, let me explain meaning, meaning this. Okay. So acting in general, which you and I talk a lot about on this show, acting is way, way bigger than just words and and looks and reactions and, you know, the way you stand and where you are, you know, trying to mimic human behavior. Sometimes there are stunts involved, physical stunts, punches, this, that, while you're still trying to, you know, act, right? So you got to think about that. When it comes to like cars and other things, it's like, okay, so I'm driving and you're acting, doing a scene. Okay, that seems, that's pretty, that's easy, you know, whatever. I can figure that out. When you add in the element of riding, you're not just riding in this. We were fucking riding. We were yeah. going like we weren't going 30. We no. were going 70. You know, we, we were, were riding. Certainly going, we were certainly going 50. Yeah, we were riding um, and close. We had to be inches away from each other's tires. Yeah. yeah. You're doing that and they got to get that shot. So you're like, you know, you're going to do it a few times, but they got to get that shot. And it would add an entirely another level to your day when you were acting. Cause you'd be like, okay, we got to do these riding scenes. Let's get on them. Let's whip it. And we, at this point, we became pretty cohesive, like a synchronized swimming team. We oh were, my gosh, did we ever, I, I go, there's nothing like SOA getting out of jail and immediately getting into a bike chase. I went home, sweet home. And you, you brought it up earlier. We have new cameras now. Yeah. Remember we had a sidecar camera that could fly and they had a camera down quite low on that sidecar. And it caught us from the waist down that we've never been before. Like it just, you felt part of that action. You felt like you were riding on the motorcycle next to us. Exactly right. And uh, yeah, man, it, we, we, we got through them and that was quite the freaking chase right off the bat. In yeah. Two. And, and, and like I said, happy's kicking the sheriff car, creating chaos. So now we go to the AUSA office and he's showing the Rico investigation. So they're setting up kind of what, what, oh. what they're going to come at us with this year. Right. Rico. Yeah. All yeah. day long. Tells him they have a Russian on the inside. Yeah. But now if you have an Eagle eye there on a couple of these scenes, and you look at the wall down at the bottom under the sun's tree. Yeah. It says plan B. And do you know who's under plan B? You, me, and Otto. We're plan B. Oh, plan A. Dude, what a nice pickup. I missed that completely. That's called, they call that an Easter egg in these things. So they're that's under there. That's a really there. good pickup. Yep. And we know, we know what's coming, right? So plan A is we're going to Rico. We're going to, we got a Russian on the inside, which we'll come to find out what happens to him in a little while is we got a Russian a guy on the inside who's telling us everything. Pat, he's in with Pat Lova. He's about to become Pat Lova's number two. Correct. But we have a plan I, B. I wrote, I wrote down, we are not in Kansas anymore. We are not in fucking When Kansas. Lincoln opened that door and Roosevelt follows him in and you see all the agents and all the things on the wall, I remember thinking, charming. It's never going to be the same anymore. No. 
Just when you think, I mean, between the Charming Heights things is the least of oh our worries at this God. point. So now the Russian SOA meetup. I love it. Yeah. Key Sarah Baika. You know, very tense. Remember, very tense. Yeah. Do you remember Theo in the, in the jelly bean? God, that's a greasy little room. Yeah. No wonder me and Happy loved it so much. You know what, Theo? Remember you and I talked about this? We all talked about it. We thought the Russians were going to be huge in season yeah. four. We thought they're, they're going to be huge. They're going to be they're going to be the ones we have the problem with. They're going to be like the new Zobel. Correct. Well, not so much. Well, not so much. Um, not not so much. Uh, I got to tell you, and we'll get to that ending of this. Yeah. So coming up right now is probably potentially one of my favorite scenes. Definitely my favorite scene in the episode. Gemma rolling up on the shitty trailer to answer. Come on. Um, Come on. If you know Dayton Callie and you're watching this. It's a dream job for him now. They could have filmed it at his house, meaning that Dayton was wearing his own clothes. I think. Come on. This he called is, out of bed and drove to work 10 minutes away when I'm ready. This is all the cameras to the Dayton I know <laughs> as Dayton. If he just had his saxophone oh, and his big screen God, TV yeah. and he was right. watching a baseball game, Come this on. is Dayton. This is why I love this man. So she so much. pulls we up. Love him so much. I love him. She pulls up. He's he's such a f- motherfucker. I love him so much. Is could we spend so much time in his house? Is you would go to his house, and it was an extension of this trailer. And you would go there, and I remember one of my favorite memories of Dayton ever is I went to his house. He used to have a bunny. Yeah. Called Buddy. I think it was called Buddy. Right. Buddy. Yeah. Buddy. And the bunny. I would yeah. I would be little Buddy. And he would be big buddy. So we'd walk in, I'd go there, I'd pull up on my bike and I'd go, what's up, big buddy? And I'd go, hey, buddy, to the bunny, right? (laughs) And then he'd go, hey, little buddy. And then we'd sit outside by his pool. Come on. I've I've got my own chair there. Yeah, we had our own chairs. Please. And I'll never forget, we're sitting there. And Dayton and I sometimes would sit and not talk. I know. And he would sit there and we'd be looking and he'd go, uh, what do you think of a parrot? And I, go, <laughs> and I go, what are you talking about? He goes, what do you think of a parrot? And I turn and I go, he got a fucking parrot? And I turn and he has these light up parrots that were yeah. like a bar. Yeah. So they were like these two cans. But, yeah. Yeah. But they were bar lights shaped like a parrot. Yeah. And I go, beautiful. It's cool. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I'm going to get a few of them. And I went, Okay. What the fuck is going on here? So he loved. So he started accumulating all this stuff that's like parrots. He would have parrot lights and parrot statues. And I was like, this this guy's losing his fucking mind. So he, this scene is, Uh, I could smell uh, the trailer. Shout out to Tony uh, uh, Medina. Medina, Medina for this fucking set. Because you, you, it was so grimy and so perfect and can really made you, you feel and, for and Can I tell you that Dayton had something to do with it? So Tony, Tony went to Dayton and said, so what do you want? What do you want in there? What do you, what do you feel? And other than Dayton having his own saxophone, because he plays it so well, as you just mentioned, yep. he, him and Tony, they, they knocked heads a little bit in, in a beautiful way and put some shit in there. And he's never felt more at home in his life. He couldn't believe he was actually working on the show. And you get to see the old military photo of him. Yeah. You get to see, yeah. you know, you get to see part of his life. Um, he's fucking fantastic in that scene, by the way. Yep. 
He even says, I'm living the dream. He holds it all nice back. Nice emotional ending. Wasn't that a nice emotional ending, oh, Theo? fuck, man. He never goes oh. too far. He no. never, like, breaks down, but he's always, like, holding it. Yeah, on the verge. And you see their relationship, too? Yeah, beautiful. Okay, so now we cut to um, we're all tied up outside. I And I want to tell everybody that those poles with the yellow you know, don't hit the poles, yellow things around the mall. When I would come to work, I would take a route that took me by those poles every day. I know. I and I never noticed those poles until we were tied up to those. Is that poles. on the 210 or the one? No, the- it was on Latuna Canyon. Road. Yes, Latuna Canyon. Latuna Canyon. Oh, Road. Yes. And I never, ever forgot them. And I want to tell you, I got to see Caesar. And no one needs to know where he lives. Right. But I got to take Latuna. Oh, fuck. That's so and, cool. I would love those, to ride Latuna. And those again. poles are right there, Theo. And there we are. Come on. How funny was that day? Oh, How funny was that day? That was such. I, we listen, got back to some humor with you again. Clear passages. Yeah, that was the introduction <laughs> that he was doing the, uh, the colon stuff, which was, again, another. Again. Fuck man, Kurt. Again, we could have went, we went crumbs again for a character that you didn't know a lot about. You didn't know a lot about Juice, and now all of a sudden you're starting to get stuff. What do you mean yeah. he invested in a colon place? He's a twenty percent owner. Yeah, and like what kind of person is he? He's and you're starting to see, yeah, Love clear it. passages. You're building. You're getting Love to it. know him before you're going to really get to know him. Love it. Um, so then we cut to, uh, LaMonica Garrett, who I'm a huge fan of. He's a great dude. He, uh, he's getting screamed at by Roosevelt. Yeah, he is. Because he fucking Don't ever do that again, you fucking idiot. Yeah, don't do it. And you, it it really gets to show you how serious these sheriffs are, because that's not something Unser did. No. And, and that these guys are on us, right? That they are going to be a problem for us. Um, Jax heads home to see Tara. Jax heads to see Tara. And uh, of course, we have to have the obligatory ass shot through the mirror. I, I loved it. I forget about it. I What I loved about it was you didn't see them ripping their clothes, but you felt it. The camera, Paris Barkley had it right on their face. Beautiful. You, yeah, beautiful. It was like a 14-month waiting for, waiting for. You knew it's going to happen. How are we going to film it? It was funny. It was beautiful. It was sexual. Well, I got to tell you, there's a couple of parts in there and there's one coming up where you can tell their relationship as artists, but as people, like, I think she goes to like hit him in the nuts and like he jumps yeah, and you know, whatever. Yeah, That came out of nowhere. That came out of nowhere. And they had. Maggie and Charlie got to really know one another. They, they really did. did. And they had something together that was really fucking cool. Maggie is a master of an actor. Yep. Um, a master no doubt and i mean and she's just she's all business like when yep. she's coming in she just she's got it she's been doing this in one way or another at a high her level for a very yep. long time um their relationship is phenomenal and it really showed in that scene when he picks her up and you know they're doing and i again i do i give paris shot that beautifully amazing yeah um Gemma and clay now, here's something 
that came up a lot. Uh, that joke about juice. I loved it. Speed banging juice or whatever. Yeah. 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 I can't tell you how many people thought that was real. Just sure. Don't tell them, Theo. Let, let them let them think that. They were like clay and Let's juice. Clay and juice were hooking up in prison. They were hooking up in prison? <laughs> no. It's a fucking joke. And again, it's laying groundwork. You want to hear Juice's name a little more because things are about to come for him. And uh, but it also starts, Clay is now really there's a couple of there's a lot of elements in this scene that can't be overlooked. Clay's having problems with his hands. It's a it's a typical Kurt Sutter beautiful ad on they just finished the dirty, they're breathing heavy, needed to get that out of the way, missed each other, beginning of season four. Wait a minute. The hands are getting really bad. There's always something that Sutter will throw and add. And can't we just enjoy the post-making love? No, no, no. There's still something going on. But then he adds in with, we're going to be making seven figures from this Russian thing. We're going to be able to retire. retire. Yeah, man. So as it goes into potential darkness, it comes back to, I got it all figured out. Right? Which we know nobody ever has it figured out on Suns. No. Right? So that's then Jackson Tara in bed. She wants to talk about the boys. She brings it up. But it doesn't happen because the baby cries. But she wants to talk, right? Then we cut to after that. So right now we're seeing, okay, wait, wait a second. We're starting to pull the strings. The blanket's unraveling. We go to Opie and Lila. This is all stuff that happened off screen, 14 months. They were together when we left in season three, but now they're, fuck, they're getting married? Well, yeah. Remember, there was that one episode called June Wedding. Way back in season three, June Wedding. We're going to have a wedding for these people. And well, wait, we got to go to jail. So we got to wait till we get out of jail. So yeah, they're getting, they're getting married, baby. They're getting married. And again, this is the first time we really get to see Opie that how different he looks. Now let's talk about something that you probably don't remember. Go. I don't remember anything. Opie changed up everything. When I mean Opie, I mean, Ryan, he added more tattoos. Brother, brother, the neck. He added the neck. He, He doesn't wear the beanie. He's his arms are the size of Ron's. This guy went whole hog gym boy and changed it up. He changed it up, right? I don't know what whole hog gym boy means, but he changed it up. Yeah, and did. I'm going to tell you what he did was he's got the hair like M- Mufasa. He's yes. full Lion King. Yes, he did. He's got, I mean, the hair is outrageous. He wore a gold tooth that was an issue. It was a big issue, man. I'm it was a fucking that. issue. He wanted to wear he, that gold Agent tooth. Birdie, like, what are, you, what are you doing? You're losing the tooth for what? He was not taking no for an answer. That was happening. He had more jewelry on than Mr. T. He is ready to go. He did all these choices, and he looks fucking amazing. amazing. That's Opie. He looks amazing. It's the and that one. hair has never left. He's no. had that hair since. Yeah, he refuses to cut it. Uh, so Keys looks like a totally different person. I mean, he's like to fucking... hire you for the biggest judge in Northern California. Well, he's got long hair. Well, I'd like to hire you is at... got to have long hair. Got to have long hair and a beard. Got to have long hair and a beard. Right. Boone, yeah. Boone did the same thing. Like there Boone it is. Did the right? same thing. That's it. So we get to see him and Lila. Looks amazing. Um, she's pregnant, or is she? What's happening there? 
No, they're going to have a baby. And she, she looked the way she looked. It's like, Oh, Oh, she's not pregnant. I don't think so. Okay. They're, but they're going to have a baby or they want to have a baby. I think they want to start to have a baby. And I think Lila's looking around like, well, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to like, I don't want to sure. have kids. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So. Okay. So Jax brings the baby in. He puts the ring on, on the baby yeah. to propose Thomas, right? Yeah. Thomas. Um, yeah. She wants all of it, but she has hesitations. I wrote, she realizes she's got to talk about this thing. Here's one thing I wanted to point out that people should look back at. And it's the, uh, the culmination of a character. Jax's accent, meaning Charlie, his dialect has really gotten a A one, a plus a plus from, if you go back to the first season, no, a a plus now the way he sounded to the way he sounded in this scene. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. Okay. And I remember at this point, Charlie was even between seasons, between things, talking more in the American dialect. Yeah. yeah. All, All the time. Okay. He tells her he just needs time. I need time. I, I got to stack some money. I don't know how to do anything else. This is a really fucking great scene, right? Not I don't know how to do anything. Scene. I timed it because I can. Yeah. It's one of the longest scenes we've had on SOA. It's so long. Thomas doesn't make one peep. That baby is just sleeping, sleeping, yeah. sleeping, sucking on that bottle. Yeah. Beautiful layout scene. And it's fucking long. And there's a lot in there. He also says for the first time in that scene, we've been around, we've been away 14 months because you didn't know at this point. He mentions 14 yeah, months that we've been gone. Out. Yeah. So the audience is going to hear that. Um, great scene. We cut from there to Clay great. and Unser. Yeah, come on. How great come is on. this? Come on. Clay comes up Don Corleone style. He's got the long Dean come Martin on. hair. Come on. And the cops are following his every move and he doesn't give a fuck. He's sitting out there with a chair with answer. Come on out. He said, you want a beer? No, I'm good. Yeah. Like, come on. Two old dogs talking about it. You're going to come and you're going to do this. What do you have in mind? The cops are in the background. It's a fucking great scene. Now, here's where I realized Otto is not dead. (laughs) And I went, oh, Otto's not dead. No. I was surprised. So who's who's he want to kill? So um, what happened in those 14 months and we get to see it when Charlie was a bit naked is he's got two shank marks on his chest just below his chest. He's got those two new scars that he'll wear for the rest of the show because the Russians attacked him in prison. The Russians shanked him in prison. So. Otto, that guy that they wheeled in into the, you know, the, the hospital in, in, in prison there, he was a Russian. Mm. He comes in gibbering Russian, Russian accent. I'm going, oh, mm. oh. So Otto on purpose cuts his wrist, doesn't die because we can do it with fuck we want. He's right in the goddamn thing. He's in there waiting for this goddamn Russian to be wheeled in. And, and the prison guards on the take. Yeah, he's, he's in get, on it. He's in on the take. So he's getting paid money to do all yep. this. And that's when, when, when Otto puts the shank into that guy's neck. He's a Russian. But that's later. He does that. that in the montage later, but Correct. he's setting up for it. Setting okay. it up. Yeah. So we go to the wedding day going down. I remember this fucking clear as. Don't you? I do. So I do. do I, bro. For that was some a reason. It was the Friday. Remember, it was a Friday. 
And we, we started in the day and we went way into the night. Yeah. And there's so much going on with you and Chibs and, and there was DL with you. I know Bobby was with yep. you. Anyway, we'll get to that. No, it was that, me, Bobby, me, Bobby, Chibs, and, uh, and uh, DL? Happy. Yeah. And yeah, and DL. But that setting up the wedding, I forgot that Alvarez was there. Well, I'm going to tell you all the usual suspects. Oh. So this was like, this was a reunion for all of us. We'd all been gone for six months. Yeah. We were all coming back looking different. Yeah. This day, which was early on in the shooting. Correct. Was a reunion for all of us. Everyone was there. We were all hanging out. Everyone was there. And again, it wasn't a heavy scene. You're it so wasn't. Right. It was fun. There was music playing. There was all the, and remember all the extras on this show were part of the show. They'd been with us for three years. So they were like family. So here we are with a hundred of us that have all not seen each other. It was like a reunion day. Yep. It really was, bro. All I have so many pictures from that day because I remember it was early on and we hadn't seen each other and everybody was dressed up. I was like a fucking rail thin. Everybody looked different. Everybody oh, I had there. my beautiful country western bolo tie. So funny. We were just, and me and Kozik were laughing and laughing. Perlman doesn't even want to talk to me. It's Clay and Tig, but he's smoking a cigar. We That was a great day. And great. it's the, they did, you know, um, this was big stuff for Winter's character who played Lila. This is a big, this is a big step for her. You know, her Dude. character really evolved and now she's becoming a, big part of the story prettiest bride i've seen in a long time Jeez. looks amazing. amazing we have we're having an apache wedding yeah. which is cool gorgeous it was gorgeous gorgeous it was right beautiful okay um we heading we're heading out to, on the truck to move the guns yeah we're heading out the truck to go do what we got to do and this has all been this long play set up in the episode, right? You still, at this point, as a viewer, don't really know what's going on. And I can tell nothing. you that because I didn't know what the fuck nope, was going on. nothing. I don't know what's happening. Big Where shot. are they going? Why they have... I didn't know. Are we going to test the merch? Why do we have... Why are we so clandestine? Like, what's going on? I didn't know. Um, Clay and Alvarez do their big dog talk at the table, smoking cigars. You're there. Yeah. Me and Kozik were there. Yeah. Um. Gemma and Unser are having that, you know, the dance. Yeah. Stunning. Beautiful. Uh, you say one of the funniest lines of the episode. I forgot it. Which one? Pat Lover or whatever hands him the gun and he uh, goes uh, to Opie and Opie goes, oh, man, this is the greatest yeah, wedding yeah. gift I've gotten. And you say, yeah, Wait, well, you might want to use it on yourself after you see what juice got <laughs> yeah. you. It's the fucking best line of the episode. I was literally laughing out loud, which I don't do, especially when it's a scene with like us. It's very hard to your fucking delivery on that. And then knowing what it is, because it's the clear passages gift (laughs) is because in my mind, I'm thinking I got him like an at home colonic kit. (laughs) It's a cleanse. I'm shitting all day long. Laughing my ass <laughs> you off. You use that, that on scene. yourself. You see the gift juice. juice and gift. then here's the other thing that people got to remember. The song that's playing is a story behind it. What a wonderful world. Do you know what the story is? No. Tell me. 
Bob Teal Jr., who does the music for Sons of Anarchy and is the fucking genius, genius who put out all is. the Sons albums yeah. and did every bit of music that you see on that show. His father wrote that song. Are you joking me? Right His now? father, Bob Teal Sr., wrote What a Wonderful, what a wonderful world. world. Are you kidding me? I'm not. And Louis Armstrong made it iconic. What a wonderful world. My kid's singing every day. He he wrote that song. What a perfect song for the end of the show. What a fucking perfect song because there here's this is what's so amazing about juxtaposition and about jumbo shrimp mentality. And what I call that is fucking Robin Williams, rest in peace, one of the greatest comedians ever playing a dramatic character in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. When you're playing a song like What a Wonderful World and what's about to happen happens, your mind gets fucked up because you're hearing these incredible lyrics that are uplifting and beautiful, yet people are getting fucking massacred on screen. It's violence. It's So to me, this is why music is such a character in art when you're visual art that's moving because your brain is going, wait, what a wonderful world. But he just stuck a scalpel in someone's fucking ear. No, it's just, it's brilliant. So we shoot it all out. Everybody's getting taken out. I'll never forget. I'm going to tell this story. We do in this scene in the warehouse, me, Boone, uh, happy happy. chips. Yeah. We shoot these Russians down. Yeah. One of them is the informant guy. Yeah. Lincoln's informant. He's gone. Yep. Paris comes up to me and goes, so juice is having a really hard time with this. And I'm like, why? And he goes, you'll learn more later. You'll learn more later. Just Kurt had told me a little, Kurt had told me a little in our, in our meeting that we would have have. in the off season, but this doesn't sit right with him. He may have never killed someone before. And I went, Oh shit. Is this the first time juice kills someone? And he goes, just, this is not good for him. And I went, okay, Mm -hmm. this means something. So I got to play this. And they did that tight shot of I him saw. not sitting well. And we I wrote it down. To, we come to find out all this. I wrote it down. This doesn't go well. This doesn't go well with juice in his head. And again, no words, no nothing. I got to show this me. really quick. I got that beanie on the toque. I got my toque yeah. on. Yeah. So again, this is all happening. Slow motion with the song. Love it. Gemma's putting kids to get to bed, finds the note. There's an amazing transition from the stabbing of Jax into Petlova to Gemma putting the kids to bed. Like it just shows you that we exist in all these different worlds on this yeah. show. Right? Yeah. No, it was a beautiful segue. It was stunning, really, with the baby. With seeing the note again, Sutter adding shit. How can we just enjoy the baby for a minute? No, no, we're going to enjoy it for a second, but she's going to see that note that Maureen gave to Jax mm-hmm. way back in Ireland. And there it is. And it brings up all those past ghosts for her 
with JT and what he did in Ireland. And uh, oh boy. And then the sociopathic, I don't even know if that's the word, but the sociopathicness, I'm going to say, of mm-hmm. this is Jax just sticks a blade, kills Pat Lova, which is yeah. a big deal. Yeah. And then he's dancing he, he, with Tara. Yeah. I mean, there it is, right? That sounds. There it is. There it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. He just massacred somebody in the forest. And yeah. now he's dancing with her. Then we go to, we, the camera comes down to find that undercover is dead. Who we just yeah. found out was working with the AU, AUSA and the government. Yeah. And it's right. Where did we dump the bodies? The new charming heights or whatever it was called right there below that sign. That's where the whole show started in a way. And that's where we finished it. Here we Sutter, fucking Sutter, go. Yeah. Sutter tied up that ribbon so beautifully. And that's why I'm so excited about season four, bro. I think there's a lot of ribbons that are going to get tied up and unearthed in this season. I, I don't remember all of it, but it's somewhere in my head. And we're going to have fun with this season. I can't fucking oh wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. This is this is truly like this season right now, the way it's starting off, I'm so fucking excited for it. Oh I'm so excited to get into God this. God shit happens in this season. And fuck, from here on out, we have so much like monumental sun stuff coming up. Yep. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna go be take amazing. a nap. I'm exhausted. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I love you. That Get was just the greatest freaking day. Rossi, fuck off. I love you. Fuck off. Hey, uh, uh yeah. before we go. Yeah. So we got this show, Reaper Reviews, every fucking week. You know where to find us. You know what the word is. Always, you know what the always deal and is. forever. Sons, yeah. here we go. Until we until we finish. Yeah. Until we finish. It's a, over a year from now. Come on, yep, Pete. Which is over Dang. a year from now. But um, and no matter where we are in the world, we're always going to do it. But uh, we got our new show on Patreon. Um, Theory on Patreon. Yeah, go to mm-hmm. Patreon. Search Theory Pod with uh, Kim Coates and Theo Rossi. <laughs> it's fucking out there, and we got we got a family going on over there, and we got so much shit happening. Um, so go to our Patreon page, support that. Uh, if you join on a certain tier, you become a producer of uh, of this show Correct. and all the other shows. And, uh, you know, that's what we're doing over there. And we got tons of shit available on all these different this tiers. This show can't stop. It's a natural progression, bro. It had to happen. And here we are. And it's exciting. And it's yeah. fun. It's so fun. Oh, my God. It's fun. Yeah. And the things we got to get better at, apparently, is we have to tell people, if you're listening to this video and you're watching this, subscribe. Yeah like review do all that shit yeah i don't do that enough i need to do more of that we need to do more of that we got to get better at that so if you're watching this right now hit subscribe if you're watching on youtube if you're listening to it subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to write a review i'll go to my glasses still tell everybody how handsome kid kim is and And your hair is beautiful right now theo's curly like mine there it is I'm a young, I'm Gaining playing weight. a young Tig. This is the pre, the prequel. <laughs> I'm playing Alex Traeger in the new show. Alex Tig Traeger. Goodbye. I got to put in blue contacts. Oh. All right. Go subscribe. I love Bye. you. Bye-bye. Later. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. 
And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo. Shout out to my crew, the Theory Team. The team. Okay, starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So... Shout out to the entire theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up, um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.